0: Galnet News Digest, 28th of April 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, snapshot competition closes soon. Hull seals visit Zeance with a suitcase. Full of Eastern promise. The very last spaceships. Snapshot Competition closes soon. Brewer Corporation is offering the loan of a fleet carrier to any commander who sends in a selfie of themselves standing in front of a bank balance of 5 billion credits or more. The opportunity will be the second chance to test drive a fleet carrier, and it'll include for the first time Commandos who favour the X and PS flight control systems as well as the politically correct ones. This will be the first time that Universal Cartographics is available as an option. But there seems to be little hope that the Pilots' Federation will relent on their ban on storing rare goods in the hold of fleet carriers, something that both the Hutton Truckers, purveyors of the finest Hutton Mugs as well as Centauri Megajin, Pantar Prayer Sticks and Indie Bourbon, and the East India Company, the people behind the trading post which stocks goods such as Kamitra Cigars and levian Brandy, have been campaigning for, as factions who, when given a galaxy as a present, find that playing with the cardboard box it came in is much more fun. Or, in the case of the Buckyball Racing Club, playing with cardboard beer mats. The other big campaign going on is to allow fleet carriers to be returned to the manufacturer and put into storage at minimal cost to the owner, so that the commander in question can play games such as Stellar Citizen, which is expected to enter its beta phase within the next few years, and certainly by the year 3310, and No Person's Sky, which contains a genuinely procedurally generated galaxy without being penalised, as they say, commanders shouldn't have to suffer just because they want to play games. Commanders who wish to try out a fleet carrier are asked to submit their snapshot by the 30th of April. Hull Seals visit Zeons with a suitcase. An appeal by the Benevolent Order of Hull Seals and Other Aquatic Mammals for enough credits to order not one, not two, but three fleet carriers to form part of the Deep Space Support Array has concluded. The FleetCom initiative will see fleet carriers permanently stationed around the galaxy, ready to help commanders out with fuel, repair, and whatever the other R is. The Hull Seals have earned, and had donated, a total of 23.6 billion credits, which is expected to be enough to buy, equip, move to station and pay for upkeep for three carriers for their first year. If they choose to have Universal Cartographics equipped, Deep Space Fleet Carriers may well prove to be self-financing, leaving the Seals free to flap their flippers and practice balancing a ball. On their noses. Full of Eastern promise. The Orion expedition is over. For three months the plucky explorers fought their way along the Orion Cygnus arm of the galaxy of participants, which was by coincidence 38 commanders, finally arrived at their destination, only to discover that someone else had discovered Explorers Anchorage first. Not deterred in the slightest, the remaining members of the Orion Expedition decided to make one final jump, which by sheer and utter coincidence happened at exactly the same time as the first jump of the Eastern Promise expedition, which was setting off from Explorers Anchorage to visit Magellan's Star, in what its organisers describe as a somewhat hardcore trip with an aggressive schedule and significant use of jumponium injection near the rim. By even more of a total coincidence, the final jump of the Orion Expedition and the first jump of the Eastern Promise Expedition not only happened at the same time, in the same star system, but in the exact same place. So thousands of light-years from anywhere, the combined ranks of explorers managed to create gridlock. The Very Last Spaceships Is excited about the coming of the fleet carriers. But what about the last ships released to the galaxy? How have they fared? Sixteen months ago, right at the end of 3304, two new ships were launched, the Phantom and the Mamba. The Zorgon Peterson Mamba was the one everyone was excited about. With an immaculate pedigree, the Mamba had been the small fighter that every pirate wanted. Early impressions were good, although it was far larger than expected. A medium fighter, rather than the runabout we all expected. The pre-production version of the Mamba was capable of a high top speed and had excellent agility, although it did tend to overheat somewhat. The Zorgon Peterson engineers made some adjustments and managed to turn a promising alternative for the further lance into something more akin to a hauler, slower and with less speed and manoeuvrability than even a clipper. It may look like a classic American Roadster, but it handles like a classic American Roadster. You don't see people flying Mambas very much. By contrast, nobody much cared for the Scout version of the crate, the so-called Crate Phantom, from Falcom de Lacey. Its name had been leaked six months earlier and had generated much excitement, but its initial appearance was a bit underwhelming, lacking as it did a fighter bay, and the hardpoint configuration of its big brother. But it was so much fun to fly, and capable of being engineered to jump over 70 light-years, second only to the lumbering anaconda, there's a great cockpit view, and the row of 9 thrusters just looks gorgeous. Turns out the Crate Phantom is good for just about anything, other than large haulage and anti-Xeno builds. Will there ever be another new ship? Or is 37, or 38 if you have the golden ticket for the Cobra Mark IV, all we'll ever need. Will there ever be a boa, a gecko, a moray starboat, a bushmaster, a caiman, a cougar, a chameleon, a copperhead, a delta or drake, a gavial, a griffin, a gnat or a hawk, a hognose iguana, a moccasin monitor, a phidian, urutu or wolf. Will there be A planetary shuttle. Will there ever be a panther clipper? And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.